0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas LeHuang, and you're listening to the TL Podcast, where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Hi, boys, how are you going? <laughs> Good afternoon. Hey, Chief. Uh, well, um, our lady uh, has... Uh, Decided to share this lunch. Ha, ha, yeah, she's <laughs> double booked herself. So Megan uh, is so apologetic, but uh, she couldn't cancel the, um, the meeting that she had where she's rewarding three of her employees into a massage because they've done great last month. Mm. So she had to decide whether to punish them or really uh, let us down, and she's decided to let us down.
1: Chosen to let us down. I think we need massages.
2: I think so too, or well, lunch. Lunch will do. I'm happy with lunch.
1: You've had enough lunches.
2: We need Sorry, Slim.
1: Talking. <laughs> Hot kettle. Yeah, I know. Mate. I understand. I'm trying to help you. I'm, just, I'm trying to help you, mate. I'm trying to shame you. Don't take you, you, that
2: uh, fuel and use it as the,
1: the... old mate, we're talking about today, use the shame, so...
2: Use it as your fuel.
0: Oh ah, well, that's it. Uh, she lowers a lunch, that's right. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, so what, what, uh, what's on today? What's on today? First of all, let's start with the wine. What's going on? That right, was well, your, your shout.
2: My shout. Yeah, we we don't
1: do the good one first. How, How many know. times have you done this I, podcast? I thought, no, I
0: thought we did it first. No. Lately, yes, because as we get... <laughs> it, it's actually right great ahead. to have the, the best Fair one enough. first. We did that with yours last, uh, last no, time. No, we did we do the book first.
1: Well, I don't care how we do it. Right. But we're going to have yeah. a pin on wire after we have his, so good luck.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Well, no, well We <laughs> can't, can't do that. Right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, let's start that. with a pin on wire. Cameron I, made sense for a change. Let's so start with a pin on wire. What did you door. bring? Hey, eh? What did you bring? You'll see. Clean
1: skins. <laughs> Six dollars. You'll see.
0: For the case. <laughs> Well, at least it's not from a garage. Oh! If, you, if you're going to start, man, that's we can uh, continue. That's, that's a cam joke, man. It's all yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, so I went a new one. something a bit different today. I don't know if we've had a pin on wire on here before. We may yeah. have. A it. few times. Yeah, a few times. times. There you yeah. go. We probably had it last. So I don't know. But this is uh, it's a new variety. So so the sign at BWS said. So <laughs> It's a uh, Central Otago Pinot Noir from New Zealand, 2018. It's called the Black Grape Society, the master. So we will see.
2: Kiwis do a good Pinot too. Yeah, well, you wouldn't buy one
1: Tasmania or New Zealand usually. You wouldn't get one no, from, from any other places.
0: No. no.
2: That's good. It should be good. I've had a few good Kiwi.
0: Although remember that um, in the Hunter Valley we had a good Pinot Noir. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: you can, but generally speaking, if you're going to pick a region for the average punter on a bottle
2: shop. Well, was that grape bought in and made there, or was it grape grown there?
0: No, I think they mostly brought in, no? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It it's very light. You can see from the I it's think, um, yeah, yeah. And you can see from the cover. Thomas
1: colour. Allen has some Pinot grapes, I think, in the Hunter. Yeah, for most people, if you're looking on the shelves in the bottle shop, New Zealand or Tasmania, you can't really go too far wrong. It's very light. Isn't Unlike the people sitting at this table. <laughs> there we go, we're back. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys.
0: You would have been proud. I was at um, Wisbury. Uh, what is it, <coughs> Chamheaven for an uh, international lunch. Oh, I like that. Barbecue. I didn't have a glass at all. Wow. Yeah. Not even water. I just drove back here straight away to be with my mates. Representing <laughs> the One Nation?
1: <laughs> mm. That's nice. Yep.
0: Yeah. It is a good drop, man. I rate that. Yeah, very nice drop.
1: Very good. Well done. Well it's done. It's too cold. I didn't know how long I was going to be in the car for, so I couldn't bring a white. Well done. But I didn't feel like something heavy, so we've got... Oh, that is so nice. Pinot the I one know.
2: that you can drink a little bit colder, too, mm. a little bit chilled. Need a so picture. I need a picture of that it a nice. It is a nice pinot. Winner. Winner, winner first up.
1: Drinking. Winner winner chicken dinner.
2: I feel like some pasta with some nice red sauce <laughs> and a little bit chilly now. Nice, <laughs> nice pinot, that
0: one. All right, so this well week, one, this week, this week, let's it's do months. it.
2: All right, so we're gonna we're doing the Stoic first, right? We're doing July. Yeah. All right. Wow. July, go for it, Cam. So you get the first ten pages. <laughs>
1: away, <so. laughs> uh, my notes ran out. So this month was on duty, yeah.
2: It was duty, yeah.
1: All I wrote for day one was Thomas. That was the word because he's been banging on about it for many years. quite a while now. Oh, but more so recently, just mm. your only duty is to be a good person been harping on that a lot lately so I only wrote one word
2: I didn't have much for day one um, a few few days went past before I started to get the feel of it but yeah a lot of it's stuff that we do on a regular basis and it was whatever your job is whether it's to be a parent or a, a leader or whatever it is just do it just just get up and do it and there's quite a few things further in the book that they really start to elaborate it all yeah. really starts to gel I
1: thought the early part of the month was a bit repetitive. I mentioned that to Thomas earlier. He said, "No, no, there's subtle differences in each thing." But yeah, there yeah, is. No, I actually, didn't say that. I said,
0: intelligent is where subtlety begins." So I'm sorry. if you're going to quote me, you're going to have to quote me properly, man. <laughs> you said. <laughs> I said, said, the first 10 days
1: are the same. You said, no, that's not true. There's subtle differences. Did you not say that? And And then you carried on about bagging my intelligence and that doesn't make me feel good and you should buy me lunch.
0: No, because
1: (laughs) you've got got a lot of that to learn.
0: (laughs) As a matter of fact, for me, the first few is very simple. You have to understand the Stoics. The Stoics are these kind of people who... Are all about the pursuit of their moral values at any cost. And they don't care about fame, they don't care about pleasures, they don't care about luxuries. The only thing that they care about is if they let themselves down in their moral values. And that's a huge thing. Yeah. So that hence the first page, he says, be good, live a good life. And that's a little bit of that Socratic philosophy, right? But if you really study the Socratic philosophy, you know it, it actually cuts into three. One is uh, Epicurism, uh, the other one is uh, Skepticism, and then Stoic is a third branch. Uh, so the Epicurists believe that life is all about pleasure. As long as there's no bad consequences, you should have pleasure, and the pursuit of pleasure is the only thing that matters. Uh, skepticism is really about the fact that, you know, don't you be believe anything. In life, just just whatever you think is isn't is right? right and there's a, a good saying that I, I learned the last few days it was it's, it goes like this it says that which I don't know is the only certain thing mm. right <laughs> that's and that's and an amazing thing it's, and, and so most of our perception it's true I mean it's it's right for me but it's only the perception of reality that I see and then the third brain is Stoics and in the, the Stoics I think the month of July, there has to be a reason he put it in, 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 in the middle like this because it's huge. How many of us do, just do our duty? Uh, do you know, you have a look? The, the biggest Stoic who, who was uh, Marcus Aurelius, I mean, he wrote journals to be kept for himself. He didn't write books or journals for anybody else. And he, in, in his journal, in the way he is, he said, I don't care about what happens to me. I don't even care about losing my life. Doing my duty is the only thing that matters. Yeah. And, and and now we are in those pages. This is why I thought this month was out of this world. Yeah.
1: I thought, well, like, I don't want to go through every page like we normally do, but page two sort of sets the scene for that, in that I've written Do the Crime, Do the Time, and I, it talks about doing your duty under any circumstances, so it doesn't matter whether you're feeling under the weather, it doesn't matter whether you're tired, it doesn't matter whether you're feeling great, there is no excuse for not fulfilling your duty to be a good person and I think it can be taken a bit further into to everything we do and the the line do the crime, do the time for me is um, I use it a lot when in our workplace or and, and growing up, if you're going to go out and party at night, you still turn up to work the yeah, next day yeah, absolutely, yep. and go to work because you've got a duty to do. People go, oh, how do you do it? How do you back up? And I go, well, you do the crime, you've got to do the time. You don't get to party one night drink too heavily, carry on and then not turn up for work the next day. It's just not an option and you can't use the weather, it's a bit cold outside for not doing your duty and you can't use the fact that you're a little bit tired or a little bit uh, agitated to, to not be a good person and do your duty. And I think it's very easy to do the right thing or to be a good person when things are sweet yeah. and you get tested when things aren't. And that's, that's how I took that page, I think.
2: I think it's also the repetitive actions that we do, the small things that build up a big picture for other people. So, for example, with our kids, if they see us sitting on the couch every night watching TV straight after dinner, that's what we're going to breed within our children. If we want to see a change in them, we need to be the change, whether it's studying a book or doing whatever. I think our duty is to be able to show our kids there's more to that after dinner or when you get home from work. Sit down and have a conversation with each other and so forth. So I think there's a goes a, a, a lot of aspects in that that one page absolutely.
1: How good is this wine? Can I just say it is very nice. How account. nice is very it?
2: nice? I just I hope mine beats yours. Up for all I really liked um, July Fourth. Is the next one I've got. The Fourth is uh, Independence Day, and it says protect your flame, protect your inner fire, and do the things that help you keep that fire alive. I mean, and uh, it's not only being a good person, but doing good deeds. Whether it's you know doing something for charity without recognition, um, without an ulterior motive or a, an agenda. Just do those little things that you know will make a difference for someone else but you don't need the recognition for it. I think that helps you feel your own your own flame. Um, it's uh, saying that
1: the good in us is, is a little flame inside us and right. we've got to do everything we can to stop that being blown out because there's lots of things in the world that try and extinguish that flame and it's it's talking about making sure that that, however small it is, we've all got it in us somewhere. Yep. We've got to We've it. got to make sure at all costs that doesn't get blown out.
0: <coughs> Which really, uh, this this month we we, we just started with uh, at Waysbury with these uh, seven Power. speakers for Empower. I think that's uh, our way of getting it back to our so society, and, and I think that that is the little things you need to be doing. People think that, oh, you had to do big stuff, you had to create amazing things, you you have to just give a lot of money. It's not. Sometimes the amount of time that you sacrifice to set up something like this can help way, way more people than just give them money because you're still feeding them for the day. And I think that this is the bit. If I had to ask people, so we don't have to go through page to page because I I agree with Cam that there's a lot of, not repetition, but it's always about doing your duty, but now making sure that you learn from that and all that stuff. So there's a few things coming from the other pages too. So I'm sure you're going to have other lessons you want to learn, but we don't have to go day by day. But I want to really say this. If our duty is to be a good person, if our duty is to lead a good life or do our duty, really, if I I ask now all of us to rethink about this, in the last seven days, how much of those last seven days have we done that? That every single time that we woke up or went to work, and, and he, he even said in there, you know, what is it, a rise and shine, that even in the days when you don't yeah. feel like uh, waking up, up, get yeah, up, get yeah. up and go and do it. How many of us really in the last seven days have gone out there through everything that we undertook? It was for a matter of making things better for somebody else, making things better for our fellow human beings. Is it a case, though, where it has to be an external
1: thing? Because I see that doing the duty to be good is just in every decision you make, choosing the right one, which is for the good. So I know in the the last seven days I haven't gone outside my little world to make a difference, but I I make sure, and I'm getting much better at, whenever there's a decision to be made or something to be said, that it's being done for the good or the right reason. And I
0: don't think it is stoic.
1: Uh,
0: Stoic, and you asked that, Me last time about Jim Carrey, whether I thought it was he was a stoic, and I said no. A stoic is someone who would pursue the best of himself, the best within his moral values, at the expense of everything else in his life, even his own life. This is a stoic. But that doesn't necessarily the, the stoic is someone who actually goes for a search for a union with nature and complete himself or herself as a person.
1: It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out every day and find a charity to donate I, to. I never... I know. No, 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 well, no. it I'm doesn't saying, have to be a charity. You're saying who in the last you, seven days. But
0: have you helped someone... Have you helped one of your recruits get better? Have you helped a salesperson get better? Have you helped a seller get yes, better? Yes, but that's every day.
2: That yes. But I, I think those small actions that we do every day will eventually have that effect. Um, if we're trying to be good people, just generally in life, through our working as a sales manager or owner of a business or a CEO, our small actions day-to-day will create those small ripple effects throughout the people that we come in contact with. I don't think it has to be a grand gesture. I don't think we need to have...
0: It never said that. It never goes for grandeur. What
2: I'm saying is that daily small actions, I, I think sometimes it's inherent. It doesn't have to be a thoughtful act. It's an inherent act. If you're inherently an asshole, then obviously you're not a Stoic. But if you're getting to work every day and helping the guys in the team train and improve themselves and giving them tips or picking them up and down, you're being a Stoic. You're helping someone to get better. But that's, you're not doing it because you want to be a Stoic. You're doing it because you want to be a good person. Yeah.
0: I, I, I personally don't see too many Stoics. In, in ah. our Western society, there aren't too many. I
2: think we're very... We're so the absolute. It's, I think Dalai Lama, Dalai,
0: Dalai Lama is probably one of the stoics for me.
2: We're focused on what we can get, our, our material gatherings, not our our actual being,
0: not our moral values, right? Yeah, um,
2: and that's society in general that we live in. We're, oh, well, including he's me, nice including me, but he's got the holiday and and so forth. He's got the big house on the water. But at the end of the day, that's the society we're living. We need to pause, I think, and that's the. The thing with stoicism, I think we need to realise that uh, we ideally want to be there, but we sometimes get sidetracked because of that. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I, think, I think the duty the duty falls into every, every single thing we do or every conversation we have or every decision we make, there's a right way and a wrong way of doing it. And there's a right reason and there's a wrong reason for doing it the way we do it. And I think this whole month... Uh, it's in those moments, in every moment, if you're, if you're of good intention of the heart and if you're in good intention of the brain and you, you're saying things or doing things for the right reason, then you are fulfilling your stoic duty to be a good person. And it, it might seem oversimplified or it might seem too hard for a lot of people, but it is too hard for a lot of people. I, I
2: think we, we read if you read this book day by day and take it, like there's one page in here that I read and I'm going, how funny is that? Um, which one was that? Which was the one about just get out of bed? Oh yeah, rise and shine. Rise and shine. Just yeah. get out of bed. And it's funny to hear an emperor thousands of years ago had that issue about getting out of bed, getting out of his warm bed and doing his duty. I did the same thing. The alarm goes off in the morning, especially in winter time. You know, it's fucking comfortable in here. Mm-mm. And the guy we're going to speak about next is a similar thing. He says, who would you rather fight, the pillow? Or the exercise, or the meditation of a morning, or your morning ritual. Which would you rather have a fight with? I'd rather have a fight with my morning ritual. Okay, we well you get your ass out of bed and have the fight with the morning ritual. But he says in that that
1: <clears throat> the reason we don't want to get out of bed is because we don't like our job or, or whatever. But. They're saying that your ju- your only job is to be a good human. Your duty is to get out of bed. Your, your only job is to be a good human. So if you can't get out of bed to be a good human, what 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 could you get out of bed
2: for? Funnily enough, Rise and Shine was paid was July 6th. So even a Roman Roman emperor had had trouble of getting out of bed. I thought that was quite cool. I thought that was quite funny. I liked July seventh as well. It said is our duty to learn, and we're reading into it. He goes into not just learning dates and figures and who did what when and where but truly understanding the, the meaning and the, the emotional reason people did something and finding, you know, that the feeling within their journey. What can you get out of that and how is that going to help your life? Truly digesting what you're reading and understanding.
0: Yeah, it, what he's saying is remembering the name and the exact date of something happening. That's, that doesn't do anything. Page but three. remembering the, the lesson of it and, and living that lesson is, is the amazing thing, you know? I would even go further. Having the books don't matter. Having having books and uh, libraries of books and pretending that they highlighted does not matter. Leave leaving some of the quotes that you highlighted. That's the important bit. The key is to progress as a soul. You know, on uh, for me, July 16 was was very very good. I, I think that we have no right in trying to tell people whether they are right or wrong what's very important is that everyone understand that they're on their journey and through their duties. What is very important is that their soul will progress. And if they understood that, and that is probably going to be the biggest reward, way beyond riches and and fame, the progress of the soul matters most.
2: I don't think a lot of people have the, I won't say intelligence, but the understanding of that at the moment. If you said you can go... This path to fame and riches or this path to happiness and fulfillment, I think a lot of people in our society, unfortunately, would take the, the first.
0: Yes, because they are probably more of the Epicurean side, right. which is the pursuit of pleasures. And there's nothing wrong. And hence, <laughs> some people said to me, you know, I see you as a Stoic. And I said to people, I'm not a Stoic because I love my pleasure. I love my wine. I, I, I love sometimes to even drink a little bit too much. so no. So w- where, where he, the Stoics would go... He did wi- just
1: stop me filling up his glass. That's true. He's Stoic.
0: Would go without that. <laughs> you know? So, well, no, for the moment, there's a lot on plate. Who was so, it that fell
1: down drunk? There was one of them in the, the book of Stoics that Crystal got you. There's one of them fell down drunk and died, fell down some stairs pissed and died. He
0: was one of the leaders of the Stoic Church. <laughs> it was a religion
1: for me, brother.
0: <laughs> no, so to answer your question, there are people who are pursuing that. And yeah. there's no problem. This is why you have the three branches, right? You have the people, I just want pleasure. You have the people who say, I don't want a pleasure, I just want to do my duty. And then you have the ones that say, no, I don't believe in any of those stuff.
2: Okay, right? is, is, is those people, is it realistic for people to say, I just want pleasure without... Doing the labour to achieve that. It is
0: possible.
1: Depends what your pleasure is, mate. Pleasures are... Okay, d- that's fair enough. Depends what your pleasure is. 50 bucks down a back alley in King's Cross will get your pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so it depends on... I don't... Yeah, there's $80 million Powerball tonight. And they said... It well, was the radio this morning, so get your tickets early because last time the Powerball was this big, which was June last year, they sold a 1,000 tickets a minute after 4 o'clock when people were knocking off work, mm-hmm. and that's people just trying to get the pleasure without doing any of the yep, pain. Yeah, fair enough. But, uh, yeah. But there's, there's millions of sayings we bang out about all the time, nothing nothing worth having, having is easy and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, one thing I... It is possible, but it is rare.
2: That was page 16. I'd like to go back just for a minute for like one date to July 15. Mm-hmm. Doing the right thing is enough. And uh, it goes hand in hand with what we are just saying about people doing things for wrong reason if you're going to help a recruit or help a neighbor or give to a charity you shouldn't have to go and spruik it all over social media or, or expect something in return yeah do it because it's the right thing to do yeah full stop yeah nothing else don't let you know the want of praise to build your ego or have an ulterior motive be the fuel to do the right thing do the right thing because it's the right thing to do yeah full stop and I thought that page, for me, was was a very important page to bring up. Cam, have you got anything else? Yeah, uh, yeah tying in with what no like no Thomas
0: said. No, mate, we lost, we lost We lost Cam at uh, B6. That blue cheese is
1: beautiful. The 19th. Yeah, i got. I got got the 19th. Yeah, I've got the 19th. Yeah, see, I stuffed you there, didn't I? i got the 19th. The 19th, mate. With Thomas talking about it's okay for people... You don't have to tell everyone they're wrong all the time. And the title of the 19th is forgive them because Mm, they don't mm, know. mm. It's okay. And it's something I struggle with. And it's something actually listening to your boy Goggins on the way down here on a podcast, he talks about how it, it stuffed him for a while is putting his expectations on other people and putting our standards on other people. And it's okay if people... You know, there's an ego trip. I was about to say it's okay if people don't know as much
0: as us. That's a bit of a, it's yeah, a of an ego trip. But maybe but he's right too because, listen, I don't have to have an expectation put on you, if, you are not playing in my game. But let's imagine you're now a team player in my game. We are we are in the team to do, to to do the common thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Then every one of us has to. Yeah. and then you have to expect I give my best mm. just as much as I expect you so expectation must be done when people say I'm part of a group to do certain things just as much as for example to but do the empower uh, in, in January when I spoke about it it was like uh, well I think that Thomas is, is dreaming or Thomas had too many already now I got the seven yeah. and out of seven Rod was the only one who put up his hand and did some help Nobody else made a move, and and yet we. I, I know I'm surrounded by people who say I care, and I'm thinking care is an act, not a feeling. <laughs> you do care, you don't feel care, right? But on the other hand, I forgive them too because, them they, because they they they, they got it. no, they got no idea, and maybe the pursuit of selfish pleasure is the only thing that matters to them. I I, I think that it is still my job to expect from the people who are in leadership position to go, no, maybe this guy is trying to tell us, let's forget about ourselves for a minute. Let's go out there. We all know someone who knows someone who can make a difference. What are we doing? Saying that, oh, man, I tried. No, when you say I tried, I I know already you haven't. Because the people who tried they never use those words. I think that you know this. This is where I love this July thing. He said, "Do the right thing. Do your duty. Go uh, as a leader." I think in July 13, he talks about a leader leads. You 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 are the leader of your own life. You ha- and you have to go from the front, not wait for someone to just tell you, "Oh, now it's time to do this." Yep. And 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 we have to seek justice. I don't know somewhere in July again. The uh, next page there is we, we have to pursue justice in, in our action action is not something just to just to do things because we we have to move right no uh, actions has to have justice in, in it and it's very hard man to have justice because justice means sometimes there are things in life i, I hate doing but i have to do it when i have to fire someone i hate doing that kind of stuff but for the organization It is a must, and as a leader, it must be done. Whether it costs or not, that that is uh, incidental. And I think that that is about doing your duty.
1: I think, (coughs) jumping ahead, but the 26 talks, the title's When Good Men Do Nothing. And I think that's sort of what you're touching on there a bit too, mate. By doing nothing, you actually are doing something, but it's to the detriment, not to the good there. Often injustice lies in what you aren't doing, not only in what you are doing. History abounds with evidence that humanity is capable of doing evil, not just actively but passively. In some of our most shameful moments, from slavery to the Holocaust to segregation to the murder of Kitty Genovese, whoever that is, guilt was limited to the perpetrators but to the ordinary citizens who, for multitude of reasons, declined to get involved. It's that old line, all evil needs to prevail is for good men to do nothing. It's not enough to just not do evil. You must be also a force for good in the world. So you can sit back and say you're a good person, but if you're actually not doing
2: anything there... Step forward, get involved, whatever it may be. The the
1: graphic example is going to get us cancelled, but nine people took videos of George Floyd getting killed. (laughs) No one jumped in to stop him dying.
2: Kitty Genovese, the story behind her was she got, uh, I think was stabbed or... Well she got murdered on a New York City street and when the police went and did their rounds 38 people actually reported hearing the commotion but yeah. no one rang yeah. So that's what the whole story behind that was there was 38 people who could have reached out and helped whether it was called the police or stepped in but no one did and and that's the story behind that That was one of the first big things that of those sort of the olden day George Floyd sort to, of so to yeah speak.
1: Well, it's interesting. It, it's um it's always a funny thing that all these crimes and stuff and well all this stuff that gets caught on video now and i always think every time someone's caught on video doing something what the per- what's the person with the video camera Cam- doing <laughs> on and the, again right. mate there's a the last ever episode of seinfeld they all went to jail because they videoed a bloke getting mugged for his shoes
2: it wasn't that it wasn't that after a lady dies death or something or other because the the, the reporters weren't helping her they'll mm. i don't know anyway getting yeah. off track but anyway So that was 26. We've flown through this month. Stoic joy. It's easy to be happy in a good time. And we've spoken about this in the past, but find happiness every day, whether it's good or bad. Be happy. It's a choice. Whether you're struggling, find the joy in it, or whether you're succeeding,
0: find the joy in it. The issue is that when people wait to be happy first before they take action. That's the issue. It's almost it's a credit card style of living. I, expecting buy, results I buy the to be car and then I'll pay it
1: after. Expecting results to bring happiness, and instead of realizing that the happier you are, the more results you'll get. And that we've, we've no, so
0: how do you recap this month, though? What, what's the re, What's the full recap for you? Oh, it's page one. We've all got
1: a job to do. To do it, and it's also understanding that predominantly regardless of what your actual job is our, our real job deep down is just to be a decent human being yeah spot on and we've all got a responsibility to that every day so when you're saying you know be happy regardless it's it's understanding exactly where you're at understanding that you're alive and, and we all have a responsibility to each other and to ourselves just to be decent humans yeah regardless of circumstance i'm sure there's the, you know there's in homeless shelters around the world, I mean, there's decent people doing decent things and, and there's billionaires around the world being spend their life doing the wrong thing by people. So it's, it's not a matter of status, it's not a matter of where you're at in life because at every stage you've got a choice, be a good human or not.
2: That's it. That's it. How about you, mate? That's it. Be, be a good person. Do what you need to do. Get up every morning and do what you need to do. Simple. Be a good person when you're doing it.
0: How about you, man? For me, just be a good human, but also stop blaming people because uh-huh. you can take action, right? Your duty is is that pursuit. That was
1: day eight, and I'd, all I'd written was duh because we've covered it so many fucking times. Yeah. But stop blaming other people. Yeah.
0: Stop blaming other people. But I personally love that that last page. That last page is just crazy. Yeah? Of... Um, I got a little note there for myself. Okay, my so what did you put out? I mean, what's the title for it? it? Says your career is not a life sentence.
2: So for me, it it's, yeah, hits home. Sorry, there was a bit of slamy going down there. I, I watched my parents work their ass off when I grew up, mm-hmm. absolutely grinding it, right. it, it. Listening to you about your mum last last time we were on, same sort of scenario, <coughs> to a stage where. My parents built a little fortune for themselves. You know, they were they were well off. They weren't extremely wealthy, but they were well off, mm-hmm. but never could enjoy it. Mum had a stroke at 57 years of age, and then Dad spent the rest of his life looking after Mum. And up until that time, their enjoyment of life, while it was simple, it was good, they enjoyed life, and they were happy people, but they put everything off until after retirement. So, like, travelling and, yeah. and all that sort of... They delayed everything they wanted to do because they thought buy a house buy another house pay those off you know build a little fortune for ourselves and when we retire then we can enjoy our money and, re- and travel yeah well they never got to do that so I said to Rita when we first met I said we're going to enjoy life as we go we're gonna life to, we're going enjoy the journey not wait for a destination so for me that last bit your career is not a life sentence mm-hmm. work is not everything but
0: also you need to work to get what you want
2: so for me that was very
0: I, I struggle with that. That's why I said that, because a lot of my work is about worried. I, I was talking to a leader a few days ago, and I said, my life has been revolving about around two things, my kids and my leaders. And it wasn't even my wife. And so when I spoke to the leader, I said, and I, I made the decision that that's it. I, I put my, the wrong, my priorities on the wrong, wrong staff and so it's almost when you are driven and I, and I said already I'm not a stoic but when you're driven to pursue just moral values I, I feel that life sometimes is slavery that death sometimes is liberation because death would mean that you are now free to have zero obligation on you yeah. obligation to pursue moral values obligation to do the right thing to seek justice wherever you are and, and I, I, I struggle with that more. That's why I said that that was just crazy bit because what you struggle with is usually what you need. What brought about that change or the realisation? I think not that... Not change, uh, I mean, over the past few, few months I've been struggling with some of these business owners that I've been helping. I call them leaders and and, and, I, and then they do the wrong thing and uh or, or they lie to my face and they do th- do things behind our back and i think that these are the things that are wrong if you have to have the audacity to and the courage to do it right you know and to do the right thing
1: but that's something that's been going on since adam was a boy so i, I get that why but, it but not, more in,
0: now? not in the world where i try to groom uh, you know I'm, I'm trying to groom a world where we make we're making a difference that we can forget ourselves a little bit in order to pursue something way bigger than ourselves. And so I think it's now the continuation of that those kind of hit on my head, hit on the head that really got me to think maybe I'm pursuing something that is not possible for me to change. And so therefore, uh, what, what am I pursuing? And then I, I look around and I see, you know, well... My wife, hell's not always the best, has up and down. And, and when there are some of these things, it's down there. And so I, I, that's when I, I was forced to sit down and go, hold on, what did I do in that? And reading this stuff again. So I don't know whether it was a combination of all that stuff. Reading that stuff, it's like, well, what was my duty? What, where, where, where am I living that life uh, on a day to day basis? Where am I getting that rise and shine for the right reason? doing the right thing for the right reason, you know? Where am I seeking that justice? That I'm seeking justice to help some of our leaders earn millions of dollars. And then in the end, they sit down and look for some stupid shit in some of the programs to justify why I have to do more. And I think that that, guys, I'm just talking to you about something like this that's probably only the three of us going to listen to. And this is why I say it hit me And at some stage, it comes to realisation, you got the wrong thing, mate. Maybe that was the wrong thing. Maybe she should have been first, children second, and then your leaders could be way after. And then maybe in there too, you're going to have to know when to cut.
1: So where's the balance though? Because I've, I've, I've thought for a long time you've put way too much effort into the wrong people for a long time, and I've told you that. And but... The flip side of that is that you don't work to help anybody or you don't try and further anyone but yourself. And I've always wondered in myself where is the balance in that because you want to help people, you want to do your duty and you want to do right by people but you can only headbutt a wall so many times before you get knocked out. I used to be a person who was completely in it for himself because I didn't trust anybody and I knew... I know too many... I know there's too many shitbags. I know... A large portion of the population are back. so I don't, I don't want to help them because I, I see the mud, I see the headbutting, and I go, I'm yeah. not going to run at that same wall. Yeah, but and then, but then you go, look, people do need a hand as well, and I don't know. I mean, you've seen enough of the world, so it's not naivety that leads you to running into that wall a hundred times. But no, I, I,
0: I, I, I'm starting to believe that I didn't see too much of that world. I, I saw what I wanted to see. Uh, and and i think that <laughs> these are the things and 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 hence i think it was a very good line to have in there forgive them for they do they don't know yes That's and so all of that stuff are all intertwined you know but at some stage too it's okay to forgive but, but do something about it don't head but the same wall and this yes. is
1: forgive doesn't mean you have to forget headbutt, or yeah. run at the same wall again forgive yeah. means you make peace of it in yourself and we, we've covered in the last 12 months we've so when you per- say
2: forgive, are you forgiving them and within yourself? Because this is something that I have an issue with is holding on to not a hatred, uh, more of a disdain for that person that may have wronged you in the past. And while to. I won't make that mistake again, that person to me, I really have – I look down towards and hold some angst against. How do, you, how do you move past well, the
1: that? Way, the way it gets put is you're drinking the poison and expecting someone else to die, right? That's so, exactly
2: what I've put in my notes, Cam. So exactly what can't, put in my, now how do you get past that? That's the question. Because I've actually... You don't have that to forgive that. them. Holding on to hatred is like getting poison, have, helping someone else They don't dies. even have
1: to know you're forgiving them, mate. You're not forgiving them for them. And that's something that the big fella helped me understand in the last 18 months when we've been going through some stuff. You don't have to forgive them for them. You have, have to forgive them, them to for you, for you, and um, they
0: don't. It, you have to release the load, and, and because, because while you're while you're thinking about it now and having that emotion, it's actually stirring crap inside you. So on that though, you've you, you've
2: moved past it, but you're like, even seeing that person say, "Look, you know what? I know what that person's like," and and you've and you, there's a, a, a feeling, there's something you're just a disdain in your mouth, in yourself. You're like, "I'm past that. I've moved on. That won't happen again. And I've grown," but there's still. You don't have to hang around that person. Oh, I don't. No, no, no but that's and what I mean.
1: You don't. Don't be. You don't put yourself in that situation. I don't think you
2: can ever change. I don't know. The feeling that, it, the, the. I suppose the thing I'm asking is that feeling that is invoked that was created when issues arise with that person, and it might be like it may be with the next. Uh, business partner or a ex-wife or an ex-husband or something those emotional scars that you may have received from that can you move beyond that or is that just
0: no i think you can move re- beyond that but not from this month of july okay right uh, i i think forgiveness is a huge uh, chapter and forgiveness there's many ways of looking at that um, but you have to first start with probably feeling vulnerable also starting to Really embrace more philosophy, that uh, one day that person who's wrong will be gone. Therefore, they won't be any here anymore for you to worry about, which is something that the stoic teach. Plus, one day you're going to go too, so you'll be gone too. Therefore, the angst that you had, well, didn't matter because you're no longer here to feel that again. Therefore, the stoic says, why do you feel something that doesn't matter?
2: Yep. That makes sense.
0: But on the other hand, it's easy to do that because the stoic is all about logic, right? The problem with the anger or when you feel angst against someone that is emotional. Sure. And so emotional baggage or the emotional drive is doesn't go through logic. We know it goes through the limbic brain, it goes through the amygdala, it goes through everything else but the uh, neural uh, circuits. Yeah. And so... You have to deal with that very differently. Some people have got a blame, not culture, but their makeup is to blame others. Therefore, to make sense of their life, they have to blame others. So they will never let go. It is not possible for that person to let go. So you also have to work at that level. Now, whether it is biologically inbuilt in the person to be that way or because of the way that they loop through their thoughts, therefore creating those kind of emotions. And as you know, if you get into a routine, you can also have triggers. This is why sometimes I only have to show you sometimes... A, have you ever been in a room where as soon as you smell that room, you remember a part of your youth? I mean, yeah. that's olfactory triggers. Music, yeah?
1: music is the best for it.
0: Like, yes, music gets you back straight away, exactly on the dance floor at that, that age, and blah, blah, blah. You know? So... It, and it is possible too that sometimes you wh- what you're after is a an action. So if, let's imagine you hate people who are being selfish and that person's done that. Every single time that you look at it again, you, re- you you'll go back there yeah. or you'll seek in, in, in other. So we have way, way more ways to deal with that aspect of forgiveness. But I don't think that it is, Something reasonable to say, well, if you use logic, you can, because it's not working like that for everyone. Just as much as for some people, logic is the only thing that will unravel that. You t- go through emotionally won't work. Good muff. Or punch him in the throat. <laughs> Thanks, boys. That, Thanks, that was a very good one, and I thought it was a very, very good chapter. Yeah. It's so a shame that Megan wasn't around. Well done, boys. Thanks for well the Megan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you.